As parents, we all want the best for our kids, but have you ever thought about investing for your kids using their earned income and having it grow tax-free? We're going to talk about that today. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling Your Finances. Welcome into the podcast, Your Finances Untangled with Mo Param of Cloudvestors. Cloudvestors is a fiduciary firm. They're recommended nationally by Dave Ramsey. They're accessible. The first step would be to go to cloudvestors.com. But keep in mind, we're not talking robo here. We're talking human beings with a pulse. That's what you get with Cloudvestors. Here's our human head human being with a pulse. Mo Param, or as we called you last week, Mo Money Param. Mo Money Param, that's right, that's right. Mo Money. Trying to hey get Dave, how you doing today? I'm great. I'm I'm except I'm trying to get my mind wrapped around the timeline. Let's see. We I'm, we're always straight up on when we we drop these on Fridays. We're recording this on Wednesday, July 28th. So right. on the podcast, I need to congratulate married man Mo. However, uh-huh. as we speak, you are still Atlanta's most eligible bachelor. That's right. <laughs> For the next 48 hours. Right. After that, I am spoken for. You are spoken for. No more Mo. You got to look somewhere else. Hey, but you still can look. No more money more. No. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of that may be gone, but, <laughs> but you can look to Mo for your money <clears throat> and Mo money. I, we got to brand that Mo money with Mo Param. There was a movie called Mo money, but Mo money with Mo Param. It's got to be, we've got to trademark it, brand it, do something with it. It's I too think catchy. so. I think it's just too yeah. good to not. It just kind of happened last week on the podcast. You know, uh, that's the thing. Mo and, and the team really will work with you through your financial life. And I like this because it's not always about you. Today, we're going to talk about what you can do for your child or grandchild, and that is open Mm -hmm. a child IRA. I know you may be thinking, wait a minute, for one for a child? But they do have to have earned income, right? That's the that's the first part. Right. They have to have some form of earned income. So this isn't uh, you're giving them 20 bucks for allowance, allowance or doing chores around the house. It has to be what the IRS considers earned income. So they're getting a W-2. They're getting a 1099, you know, some form of proof, right, that they've earned the income. It has to be documented proof. It has to be documented proof, W-2, 1099. But as long as they have one of those two or both, right? But as long as they have one of those two, then you can establish a, it's called a custodial IRA or Roth IRA, which is probably where I would lean towards for most. Absolutely. But it is a way, it's a way for you to invest or for your kids technically to invest for their future using the dollars that they've earned over time. This is excellent because um, it's not only great for their future, but it establishes that that passion for saving. It's a great educational opportunity. 
I love this. So we're going to break this down. I do want to ask this. Let's say you're you're paying allowance to your child, so that's earned income. So you actually have to produce some type 1099 form to give them. Yeah, to give it to them. Yep. So because, you know, it's, you know, if you just give your child, you know, 10 bucks to mow the lawn, right? That's mm-hmm. that's money. That's just you know, under the table, if you want to call it, if you want right. to put it those words, <laughs> right? So there's no way to document that they've actually earned it. So you have to, you know, literally give them a W-2 or 1099. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we see this where, you know, um, you know, think about the kids who are modeling, right? Or who are, um, if they're 13, 14, maybe they're working at their church camp. My first job, working, I was 15. Um, Fifteen, right? Yeah. So working at a car wash, Chick Fil A, uh, fast food restaurant, mm-hmm. where they're actually producing some form of documentation that they're working, then here you to build a savings habit for them, an investing habit for them as well, and and way to encourage them to save for their future, and use some of these dollars to save over time. And by using either IRA or a Roth IRA, there's some tax advantages uh, for the account. So that's theirs. They're under is uh, so it, it requires a, a custodian until they are considered adult. What is that? 18 or 21? 18, 21, depending on the state. OK, so, yeah. So essentially it's a custodial account. So, you know, uh, I would recommend the parent. Uh, it could be one parent. It doesn't necessarily have to be both parents, but a parent uh, opening up the account for the child. And as long as they're under 18 or 21, depending on the state that you that you reside in, then you would be the custodian of the account. But the funds inside the account are, you know, are your child's. And so you, because kids can't really enter any type of uh, legal arrangement, the parent is the one who is in charge of doing the investment management. You know what I mean? And what I mean by in charge is you don't have to necessarily be doing the day-to-day transactions or day-to-day trading. It's just kind of your fiduciary responsibility to make sure that the accounts are invested properly, yeah. whether it's a use of yourself or use of a financial advisory team like, our, like ours. But it's the custodial account. Parents' names are on, on the account, but the assets are you know, the, the kids' assets. And then when they become of age, 18 or 21, then it transitions to the child's actual account. Okay. And it's there for them. Yeah, that is wonderful. And it's there for them. That really is a a great thing to do. I don't know how many people do it. You said one thing about like child actors or models. It makes me think of all the child actors we all grew up with watching. And obviously there's some money there. I mean, significant. I hope that I know and I know there were some ugly stories about the children eventually having to sue the parents and all of that. I, I, but there were some good parents involved in that. And I, I wonder if they did things like this. I'm surely they did. I hope they did. If, I mean, if they were working with someone who like an accountant or, or CPA that had um, some good knowledge on, the, on their behalf that, you know, using this strategy to save some dollars towards their kids future. Right. Because. You know, in some aspects, sometimes it could be something as small as like a summer job, right? And, and during the summer, maybe your your child is earning four grand over the entire summer, mm-hmm. right? Well, why not carve out, you know, to be realistic, right? Maybe carve out half or a thousand dollars and then using that to fund one of these accounts. And the beauty behind it is because of their age, their tax 
rate, right? It's barely zero for the most part. Yeah. And so now you're able to use these assets, have it grow over time. And if you use an IRA or Roth, there's no taxes on um, the accumulation or as the accounts are accumulating. Uh, If you use an IRA, when your child actually uses those funds, uh, hopefully when they retire, right? Now that'd be taxable income, but if you use a Roth, it'd be all tax-free. So that's why, you know, at this stage right now, building some tax-free income, which is the, the, the Roth, may be a good idea because, you know, if you if this is a strategy that you implement when they're younger, you know, when they're 25, 35, 40, right, they may be outside of the income thresholds to invest in a Roth on their own. Right, So exactly. at least they've been building some of this tax-free income oh. as, you know, as a kid and letting all of that time compound, having all that money compound over time. So, you know, when they're my age, 40, right, they could have a significant amount of tax-free income for themselves that has been built for 30 years, right? That is so smart. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it really is. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, I don't know the the math behind it, but think about it. If If you were five and from five to call it, Let's just say five to 18. That's yeah. 13 years, right? Mm-hmm. And you were to fund five, let's call it 2,500 a year okay. during a time frame, 13 years. Have that grow tax-free. And, you, and you, even if you didn't know what you were doing, throw it in the S&P 500. Mm-hmm. And let's let that thing compound over time. That thing's going to be huge. Just let it percolate. Just let it do its thing. Yeah, just let it percolate. Is it? And you said in the case, and we'll look at older, non-adult I don't want to say kids then, but like when they're in high school and working, it could be a little different. But when they're, as you said, getting summer income, for instance, is it just a no brainer that if you're going to establish it, just go Roth in that case? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would I would I would go Roth. I would go Roth because it's it's just tax free income that's going to be available for you. Um, you know, this is this is. You know, if you think about it, this account is used to set up, if you're going to use a Roth or if you're going to use an IRA, either a Roth or traditional, it is retirement money, mm-hmm. right? So this is money that this isn't, hey, when you turn 16, we're going to get a car, car. or when you uh, get married, you're going to use this as a, uh, as a wedding gift for you. This is money that when you turn 59 and a half, right, yeah. or older, these dollars are available to, to you. So while you're in that window of having that lower income, then here is an opportunity to just have some money building and saving and compounding for you on a tax-free basis. So yeah, so a Roth is is one of is where I would go uh, if there's a, you know if it doesn't work out, the Roth makes sense. You know we, we can tailor it right to figure out whether it's the IRA or the Roth. But my fr- where I would lean towards first would be a Roth. Or we're going to look most parts and, and, and that does make sense. And we're going to look at more of this uh, setting up, not only just saying setting up a child IRA, but just all the benefits that can come from that. And we'll look at overall establishing that sense of savings in your kids and even financial knowledge that's coming up when we're back. And that is less than 60 here on your finances untangled. 
how can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning? The convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. They're an endorsed Dave Ramsey SmartVestor. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. We're back. It's Your Finances Untangled, Mo Param of CloudVestors, CloudVestors.com, as you just heard, to learn more about this fiduciary firm and how they can be with you in your financial life. And a lot of the things you do in your financial life, you're thinking of your children, for instance, and not only in a legacy form, but in the way we're speaking today. And that's in when your child is not yet an adult, you could be the custodian of a an IRA for your child. And you go, well, wait a minute, a child? Well, if they have earned income of any kind, as Mo Param pointed out, that's something that you could st- set up as a custodian. And then I guess what, you just turn it over to them when they hit either 18 or 21, depending on the state. Right, right, yeah. And then depending it's on the state, depending on the state of majority, if your if your state is eighteen or twenty one, um, you just turn it over to them. It's their account, right? So it doesn't doesn't have any uh, type of gift uh, ramifications, gift taxing ramifications um, with that transfer because from the beginning, from the get go, it's their account. Yeah, you're, you're just a custodian of it because they're minors. Now, my daughter is 18. I've shared this with you, and I haven't I've done yeah. this yet. I'm, we're working on other things now, but I want to get her set up in an IRA, I'm, I, and I want to instill the, into her the fact that my age, for instance, where I am now, everything was not in black and white when I was right. growing up. The roads weren't all dirt roads. When I said everything's not black and white, like a black and white movies and TVs, I used to think when my parents were, were young— the world was black and white because that's all the pictures I could see of them was black and white. <laughs> so they, you know, in other words, the point I'm trying to make is it's going to get here faster than you think. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I, I can't build a time machine and go back to my 20 self and put my a hand on each shoulder and, and go, please. <laughs> save just just a little i can't do that but i can do that for my daughter so but she's over 18 but we're looking at cases where they're even younger than that and you're instilling that commitment to saving in them and i think it's such a great thing and there are other ways you can do it too not only setting up the ira whether traditional roth for your child and you'd mention with a Roth makes so much sense when that income is so low when they're younger, especially they may have earned income some or only. And then when they get into high school and then they start working more, did you, would you want to mint then maybe look at a traditional or a blend of traditional and Roth? I would just keep doing Roth until they, until if somehow they go over or certain they, tax rate, certain tax breaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, not tax breaks versus uh, certain tax limit limitations. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, it's again, it's all about building that tax-free income 
uh, you know, for the, because for the most part, you'll, you know, when they, when they get older, right, mm-hmm. they may have a 401k at their employer, uh, with their employer. So that gives them the ability to save on a pre-tax basis. They may not have a Roth option in their 401k with their employers. Yeah, Those still yeah. are, I wouldn't say they're trendy, but they haven't really picked up as much as, you know, your traditional 401ks. Mm-hmm. So this may be, and then, you know, knock on wood, let's say your child, you know, goes to law school and then all of a sudden graduates law school and then they're making, you know, six figures plus they may, again, they may not be eligible to, uh, to contribute to a Roth IRA on a traditional route. Yeah. So again, so as you can, as long as you fit the criteria, I think building some tax free, some tax free wealth for them is important. I mean, if you think about today's world right now, what are some people or what a lot of people are, are concerned about, right? Inflation and taxes. Sure. Right. And, so and tax justified in up. being concerned about it. Too. And justified in being concerned, right? Oh, yeah. So if tax rates are going to go up, well, then here is a way for children to save on the tax-free basis. They're probably going to be in the lowest tax environment they'll have at this point. Yeah, exactly. So let some of this stuff build tax-free. Well, I like that. And I think that's just one of the many ways you can teach savings and the importance of that to your children and just overall yeah. finances. You know, it, it amazes me. I think we've talked about this and I was just having the conversation with someone about this. For instance, when I was in school and I'm not sure that they do it now. Nobody ever talked about saving. They didn't talk about no. finances. They, they just all. didn't talk about that in school. And I wish they had. Um, maybe that's changed now, but you still have control at home to, to, to you know, get that mindset forming <laughs> the importance yeah. of having strategies yeah. and saving and just all of that. Yeah. Just have strategies and save your right. Whether it's, you know, certain things you can do. So like you can treat this as a, now this is strategic, right? So you can treat, you can treat this type of saving strategy as like a catch up or not catch up, sorry. Like a, a, a matching in, in your 401k for yeah. instance. Right. So Let's say so. For the most, so, so the way this works is, um, there's still six thousand dollars is the most you can put in either an IRA or a Roth, uh-huh. right? Right. Per year. So you, per year, so you can't put six thousand dollars in a IRA or a Roth for your child if your child only made twenty five hundred dollars this calendar year, right? It has to be. Um, you, you can't. You can put a hundred percent up to the amount that they've earned. Okay. Yeah. So let's say, does that make, does that make sense? You can put so up, if your child up to a hundred percent of the amount that they've earned in a IRA up to the limits of six thousand dollars. As long as it, yeah, so as long as it doesn't go over, right? As long as it doesn't go over, yeah. right? So if they've made ten thousand dollars this year, you can't put ten thousand dollars in a Roth. Exactly. Account, right. Yeah. But if they've made four thousand dollars this year, you can't put six thousand dollars in a Roth because you can match it. So you it, can you you can, yourself can contribute to hit the. Max. No, no, it has to be earned. It has to be earned income. It has to be the child's earned. Oh, you income. can't so put it in there. Up? You can't put more than what they've earned. Uh, so but but let's use... say they only earned four. Can you kick in the other two yourself? No. Ooh. No, not if you're going to put a hundred percent of their money. So this could be a strategy in the sense of. So let's say they're. Let's take your example that they earned four. Okay. Right. Well, you may not, you know, again, depending on age, right? You may not want to put all $4,000 in the Roth, right? Maybe okay. they're 13, 14. They still want some spending, some some spending money. Maybe they want to, maybe they took this job to start saving for a car, 
right? Yeah, something so like that. So you don't want to put everything inside the, inside right, the box. Right, right. But let's say you let's say you you tell them you made four. Okay, how about you put a thousand dollars into your Roth? Okay. Okay, so now you have three thousand spending money, saving money for other other resources. Okay, I'll match your thousand and put a thousand dollars into your Roth for you. Okay, that's where I was going. So you can do that. So you, you can do that. You just can't go over the four. Can't go right? over because they, the f- they made four thousand. So you oh, can't put. Oh, gotcha! Ding, ding, yeah. ding! I just ding, got ding, it. Ding. Okay, so you could actually <laughs> go on up to four as long as you don't go over four. If they just put a thousand in, you could kick three in. You could put you kick three in. Okay, I'm right. with, it takes me a minute, Mo, but I got <laughs> okay. it. That's got okay. It. That's okay. It could have been my fault too. I'm <laughs> no, stupid. No, no, no. I've got two. Re- I've got two Red Bulls in. I'm geeked up for this wedding. Well, Who knows? How yeah, I mean, you're right getting married in two days. <laughs> I mean, I can. But no, it, it's me. Believe me, it's Mo. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> the old classic breakup line, right? <laughs> so, but but that's but that's a way to that's a way to encourage them, right? You put one. I'll put. I'll match you two for one. Right, you put a thousand in, I'll put two for you. It's teaching right? them the world. Um, They're going to be dealing them the with the world. Yeah. Uh, another thing you can do is if you are now this is this is key. So if you are self-employed, uh, you're, you own a business. Here's a key strategy you can do: you can actually put your kids on payroll, right, and pay mm-hmm. them a what's called a considerable compensation. Yeah. Right. And now you can contribute to them, to those accounts for them. And the beauty behind this, like if you're a sole prop or if you're a partner, if you're on a, like if you're a partnership, mm-hmm. um, you don't have to pay. If you put them on payroll, right? You're mm-hmm. not paying Medicare, social security or unemployment tax for them. Right. Okay. And you can contribute right. inside these accounts. So you get the, you get the business deductions. Oh, right. Yeah. And so it's huge. So I have a client who has three kids. Uh, I want to say five and three, five uh-huh. and two, somewhere around there. He puts them on payroll, right? He pays them $5,500 a year. Okay. And puts $5,500 into uh, Roth. Oh, man. Puts the entire account. How huge is that, right? That is. And gets the, and gets the business deduction. It's all around a win. I yep. like that. It's huge. It's yeah, huge. Right? It really so is. That that is that is some of the things and strategies, right? Um, you do this things that you hack, right? If you want to call it like a, you know, I'm on TikTok here and there, and I'll hear and I'll see like iPhone hacks you didn't know about. Uh-huh. Well, this is a way. This is a hack, right? To build <laughs> some, uh, to build some assets for your children <laughs> over time. It's huge. I mean, yeah. this is this is just a way. Again, you, like you mentioned. To, to build the discipline, to build and get them learning, right? You know, when they are old enough to understand, maybe like eight or nine, right? They can probably understand the markets a little bit if, as long as you teach them, right? But well, that's yeah, it. They could, it, could, it could be interactive, right? If they're into Nike, Nikes or, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, like GameStop. Yeah. Like the, the, right. There's video games that they like, right? Well, Maybe buy a couple of shares of Nike, buy a couple of shares of, you know, electronic sport, buy a couple of shares of, you know, Coca-Cola. Get them watching it too. Get them watching, get them used to it. This is the kind of education, like you said, Dave, they're not going to get it at school. Probably not. Um, They may get it, you know, and later when they're in college, but they're not going to get this at least in high school. Right. Kids these days are, you know, motivational. You know, they're starting businesses, um, side hustles. Yeah. 
uh, and just and just being more engaged with 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 finances and entrepreneurship and investing right so again another way to utilize this strategy to help build them and build their success for the future. Well, it's another way, really, it's a great way. This, this conversation is how you work with your clients holistically and in all areas of their life and not just their life, but in, in giving them tips on how they can help their kids too. And that was, that was perfectly displayed by the topic here, setting up an IRA for your child. I will say this, and I'll give my age a little bit. I did think that my parents, who grew up in the um, 30s, 30s mainly, um, I all the pictures from them were black and white. So I thought the world was black and white then. So when the show <laughs> The Waltons came on, first came on, and my mother said, this is reminds me so much of my growing up. I was like, well, no, it can't because it's in color. It's no. <laughs> Your world was black and white. And then I was talking and when my child was younger. I was asking her, how old do you think I am? And she really did think that it was all dirt roads, you know. And I was, <laughs> <laughs> like, no doubt I'm old. But we actually did have, hey, we had discovered the concept of asphalt and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, Dad, were you Just around me. with the Pony Express? Yes, I was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In my day, we delivered mail uh, by horse. It's uh, crazy when I when I talk to uh you know, even uh, you know, my stepkids, but I'll talk about CDs or internet I know. You know, back in the days, you know, with uh you know, it'll take you know, or to download something, <laughs> right. or you dial up. You get the CDs in the mail for internet, uh, iPods. They're like, "What are you talking about?" Right? Look, they don't even know what a dial tone is, and I mean, the landlines are practically gone. And another thing too, remember the phones where if you sent a text, you had to go through it like three times on it because you had ABC on one number. Did you ever have oh, one yeah. that primitive? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. All this has happened yeah, in a span right. of 20 years, <laughs> yeah, practically. Things have. Phone, you know what I miss? Phone booths. <laughs> yeah, Those yeah, were no. awesome. You know who's the most confused person in the world now with the phone booths being gone? Who? It's Superman. <laughs> he doesn't know where to go change into a Superman. Thing. <laughs> Look, when I was, in, I was in sales back in the day, we had the pager. And the office would uh, yeah. page you, and then I'd have to find a phone booth. Yeah, because I'm out on the road somewhere. I and, remember that, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I don't want to go back to that. Yeah. And, I mean, and I think no, I've told you before, no. I was lost for decades until GPS. And now, I, I mean, I oh. can't live without Google Maps now. I can't even go to the bathroom without turning on Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> I just put it on that walk setting. <laughs> Your estimated arrival time is 10 seconds. <laughs> well, good. Say, Mo, I'm going to congratulate married Mo while he's still single. Congratulations on being Thank married, you. although technically you're not yet married. Although when this podcast goes up, you will be married. That's right. I will be. Sounds like some alternate universe. Well, we'll get let you get we'll let you get married and then we'll get back together again and do it. But uh Mo is committed to 
keeping this going up every Friday. And we do thank you for staying with us. And be sure to rate, like, share, and stay with us on Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.